Hello and welcome to this bonus episode. Um, if you, I'm sure you've probably joined this from what should, after listening, I should say, uh, to the Paul McCartney 21st Century um, podcast episode. Um, this is like a little bonus episode. We're just sort of ranking uh, the the albums Paul McCartney's put out in the 21st century. Um, Mark Murphy joined again by uh, Marlix Westlink again. Um, good to have you back on the on on again. Yeah, thanks. A lot of fun. I really enjoyed recording the previous one and uh, looking forward to to giving our def- definitive rankings. Yeah, these these are official. Like yeah. anyone else, you disagree with these, it's it's wrong. And that's just that's just a yeah. fact. Uh, but how did you find the ranking overall? Like, was it pretty easy, or did you struggle a lot with it? Well, I, I knew wh- what uh, what my number one was going to be straight away. But then I, I have to be honest. From number two onwards, it it got a bit trickier. Mm. And uh, but then going towards the end of the list, you know, the uh, th- that that was easy as well. So mm. it's especially like the in between, jumped around a bit even today. Mm. But I think I got my story straight. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> I think between two and five was where was the real struggle yeah. for me. I think uh-huh. eight to six was pretty straightforward. I knew what number one was going to mm. be. It was that two to five um, middle section I found pretty difficult. Um, so I think we'll just dive straight into it do you want to go first in terms of what which album you put at the bottom of the pile i feel like we might know what it is so we'll sure sure well it's uh, what it, what's in a name it's kisses on the bottom so you know that's that's on the bottom for me oh, okay and uh, yeah yeah maybe you were expecting something I else was, but actually. i did yeah yeah the reason for me putting it on the bottom is it has two paul mccartney originals and uh i really wanted to rank this uh in, in regards to the songwriting mm. And, um, and, and you know, I do enjoy the project quite a lot, but it is an outlier for me. So, um, yeah, I had to put it at the bottom. Okay, interesting. Yeah. You see, I've gone for Driving Rain at the bottom. Um, uh, I just, I reckon you I did. Just, yeah, I, I just, as I said, it's probably my least favorite Paul album, just in general, to be honest. I yeah. think there's a lot of the new material just isn't that great. And as I said before, like, See, with, with a project like Kisses on the Bottom, I, I think the production's actually re- like re- is really nice and really works. Whereas on Driving Rain, it's a it lot is. of it is quite patchy. I just like I've gone this gone from this perspective more just which ones just personal favorite kind of choices, and I would yep. I would definitely yep. rather listen to um, Kisses on the Bottom um, over Driving Rain. So I put Driving Rain at the bottom. Yeah, well, I, I can understand that. I, I do think for me, uh, you know, it, it, it's such a different vibe, Kisses on the Bottom. And uh, in, 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 depending on my mood, I can find some stuff on Driving Rain pretty interesting, especially also the bass playing and etc. So, you know, but I, I yeah, just to, to take it from there, it is my number seven. So oh, it's okay. really close. Oh, I see. Right next yeah. to each other at the bottom of the list. Uh, so Driving Rain joins, uh, <laughs> my ranking joins yours there. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and uh, like like I already said, I mean, it has just these couple of interesting, really poor things, mm. which just you know, in this particular ranking, put it over it for me. But you know, maybe if you ask me next year, it'll be different. Yeah, I see. So you uh, said you've got driving rent at number then at number seven. So you, uh, then at yeah. my number seven is kisses on the bottom. Oh, there we yeah. go. I think yeah. as, I think just to talk a bit more about kisses on the bottom. I think for me, sure. it's I think the reason. I think it's, 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 for me, it's a more enjoyable project because uh, it can be a little bit samey, but I think it's, it's, it's also, it's a nice project because it's Paul doing something quite different. And I think that's why it stands out a little bit yeah. more to Driving Rain. Driving Rain kind of sounds more like a sort of generic album to me. Uh, I think yeah, yeah. Kiss on the Bottom has more of an identity. And I think it's just, it's a nicer listen than Driving Rain. And I think there's, you know, there's some nice sort of, appearances like we mentioned on the previous episode you know you've got eric clapton and stevie wonder and there's other people on it as well and i think it's just it's just 
there's more to appreciate, I think, from Kiss on the Bottom, which is why I've then gone for it as just above uh, Driving yeah. Rain for me. It's just more to like. I think that's a good point. I think w- what I liked in in your in your critique is that it has more of a personality. The album, you know, so and I, I do agree with that. Uh, Driving Rain is a bit more all over the place, and uh, a bit more pick and choose. So yeah, awesome. So should we go into dive into what you've put in at number six? Yeah, number six. So here is where there was a switch based mm. uh, also uh, on on the listening uh, for the previous episode. Okay. So and on number six for me, it's going to be Electric Arguments. Okay. So I I do really like the album. So and it basically from number two to number six was pretty difficult for me to mm. to rank yeah, these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, in the end, for me, uh, there aren't uh, that uh, there aren't a lot of really strong songwriting tracks on this, which is McCartney's forte. You mm-hmm. know, making like classic pop songs and rock songs. And uh, I do like the experimentalism on the second side. I like the production. I, I return to it often, and I still don't feel that I really grasp the full album uh, yet. So. You know, it, it, it is one of my favorites, but uh, having to rank it uh, in regards to the rest of his 21st century output, for me, it's number six. Okay. So for me, I've, the number six, I've gone for new. Ah, uh, yeah. As I say, I, I, don't get me wrong. I think when we get to when, as, when we get to this part of the ranking now, I think these are all like, you know, just strong works. I think there's a lot to like about a lot of these albums. I've gone for new because I think for me, it's, as I said, I think it starts off really strong, um, and it, it kind of, but it does, it does kind of tail off on the second side. And I think there's it, it kind of there, there are tracks that kind of I just forget about them. I never really listen to there's a lot of the second side of of new, with, with exception to like a few songs. I don't really go out my way to listen to many of them as much, and it, it does kind of drag the album down a bit. But then it ends really strongly with um, that track "Scared." So it, you know, it was it was hard to kind of rank new, but I just think in terms of the the better McCartney projects, it just isn't quite as good, and it, it, it tails off more than some of the other ones. In my, in my yeah, opinion, yeah, I think, I, but there's some great work on here for sure. As I said, especially on the first side, like nearly every side on nearly every song on the first side is just an absolute banger basically. So I think that's, that's yeah. kind of my general consensus on new. And that's why I, I put I it. agree. I agree. Yeah. I do think uh, yeah, one thing that came up previously was uh, how, how well that album ages. And this mm. is also one thing I thought about was the video he made, especially for appreciate with this sort of like robot going through a, museum and and stuff like it's funny you know it's to see but it's really uh it it really um links it to the year it came out oh definitely and and, and it really ages it you know so maybe it needs a revival in in 10 years you know yeah it becomes nostalgia definitely definitely so we're we're entering (laughs) entering top five territory now top five territory exactly so what's what's in your top five well rounding out my top five is going to be mccartney three Okay. And uh, that that jumped up for me. So basically, uh, I was really thinking about putting electric arguments there. Mm. But uh, McCartney 3 is a great album, really strong album. Listened to it again today and, and was really surprised by how much is in there for it being pretty rudimentary uh, produced and, and recorded. So um, uh, I, yeah, I really like that album. Um, I think it's going to get a lot of spins from me in, in like the years to come. And, uh, I, I, you know, it, it might even climb up further. I do expect it to mm. do that in, uh, you know, in my personal rankings. But for now, it's number five. Right. Okay. So now at number five, I've was chopping and changing to where to put this at five or at four. But I think electric <laughs> arguments for me would fall in at number five. Oh, I, yeah. I, like, as I said, it does. 
it, it, it like new, it does tail off a little bit, but I don't think yeah. like sort of look, just looking back at the track listing earlier today, electric arguments is it, it, there are, I think even some of those kind of more fireman like songs from the nineties, like, cause later on in the album, they use the, the, the sound becomes more like the kind of nineties fireman stuff. Some of sure. it is still quite interesting. Some of the tracks are a bit like they kind of don't really go anywhere, but some of those ones are quite, quite good. I believe it was, um, yeah, I think uh, Universal Here Everlasting Now yeah. and like Lifelong Passion, those are ones that I actually do quite like. But then, you know, the, the, some of the other similar ones to that are a little bit dull. But I think I just like this one because it's just so, it's so different and it's Paul trying something completely different. Um, I, I think it's just a project that in general deserves a lot more love and appreciation. And, you know, as I said, it's not perfect. I can see why maybe people don't click with it. But for me, I think it's just a really ambitious project and I, I really like it a lot. I agree. I think it's worth putting the effort in to getting to know that album. You know, Definitely. That, that's, and I hope people do after you know hearing the high rankings uh, it, it has today. So um, go, going forward is number four for me, and that's where New ends up. So oh, okay, I do yeah. have a lot of uh, you know connection to this album, it coming out, uh, the impact of the tracks. Uh, and I've come to regard the second half as... Uh, becoming stronger, you know, a little bit stronger every year. I mean, mm-hmm. there, the difference is pretty large with the first half. So I do understand, you know, you're saying it tailing off, um, except for uh, Scared. But, you know, the, these songs, they're, they're starting to grow on me. And uh, and, and uh, coupled with the very, you know, strong opening half, uh, for me, I'd rank it on number four. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough because even I, I would agree with that to an extent as well because even the so- some of the songs on the second half of new like I say appreciate definitely I definitely appreciate it more yeah. <laughs> there um, <you> go. <laughs> definitely appreciate it more than I did when I first heard it. Yeah, still not in love with it, but I, I definitely ha- don't. I, I didn't dislike it when I first heard it, but I just didn't think much of it. Now I, I kind of I definitely have a lot more of a liking for it. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't completely hate all of the second side of it. You know, it's just it's not quite as good, but there's still some very good tracks on there. You know, you got scared. I personally quite like everybody out there yeah um you know there's there's some there's there's some pretty likable stuff on the second side it's just not quite as good for me yeah. personally yeah um so we get we got to have you said your number four, four? that was my number four yeah. yeah so my number four is uh egypt station oh yeah All which right. i think is very strong album i think when when i first listened to it I maybe would have put it a lot higher, but it's it's kind of dropped down a little bit because some of the songs I'm not quite as keen on as I used to be. But I mean, that's only like maybe one or two songs that have gone down for me. And a lot, and there's been some songs from Egypt Station that have gone up in my appreciation. It took me a while to say appreciate yeah. songs like Dominoes. Um, oh yeah, it took me a while to get into that because everyone was a lot of the McCartney fans were going on about how it that was one of the best songs in the album. It took me a while to properly get Dominoes, but yeah. that's a great yeah. track. I think it's, again, it's a really strong album throughout. There's nice influences, great yeah. mix of stuff, like, you know, old and new, Paul, like, using those styles. The medley makes a comeback, which is always welcome. And it's a really yeah. good one as well. Well, uh, I agree. I, I, I can, uh, you know, if I t- take over the baton, it's my number three. Mm. So, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and uh, just to add on what you were saying, I think uh, the production is really nice on the whole album. It's uh uh, it, it gels together really well. I think that's the influence with Greg Kirsten and their, their collaboration on that. So I really like that. I recognize what you're saying about these songs, some of them becoming stronger, but some of them also falling off or becoming a bit annoying. Like some some of them are overplayed to me now, like especially the mm-hmm. singles, right? Right, Like Who Cares and, um, and Come On To Me. But, you know, I still think it has some like perfect pop songs. Like I don't know, like Domino's, 
and I get started on the bonus track. So, you know, those are so, 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 uh, like the melodies are airworms and they're so hooky and, and just like perfect. And it's what he does best. So uh, that's why it's in my top three. Yeah, I say so in my top three. The first, uh, this was this was I almost put this at number two again. Yeah. There was a lot of switching around, but um, memory almost full is the one that comes in at number three for me. Oh yeah, okay. I think this is a again. This is a really strong project. Like I like we said in the previous episode, like it's one of those albums that when you actually kind of sit down and listen to it, you actually like, oh, this album's actually really really strong. But then kind of when you just sort of I don't know when you kind of think about it, you, you kind of forget how good it is. Yeah, I always find that with that album, but it's again got a lo- no, lovely medley. It's great, just you know, there's a great variety of songs on this. Again, it's it's very similar to Egypt Station in 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 that in that yeah. way. I think it's just because it's a little bit shorter, it's a bit more concise. That's kind of what takes it above um, Egypt Station for me. Um, yeah, there's a couple of dips in, in 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 the on the album for me, but even some of the weaker songs like have stuff that you can really kind of there's like stuff you can appreciate for it. So like like we said before um uh see your sunshine i don't think that's necessarily like that great of a song but there's really yeah. great bass line on it so you know yeah. that, there's there's something to take from that i think that's a sign of a very good album like even when the songs that you're not so keen on like there's still stuff that you can kind of take from it and appreciate so uh, i go okay. yeah memory almost full is my number three that's your number three well i wholeheartedly agree it's my number two yep so uh you know i i, I had to put it up there uh, really thinking about the replayability about the the number of times i've played it since it came out about you know it, it also being a bit of an emotional album looking at the messaging he does on it uh from the very obvious like the end to the end but also the more uh maybe the more masked messaging like uh some people say that uh, only mama knows could it could be about linda stuff like that so there's a lot of uh, information on the album which he also says you know his memory being almost full like being a bit of a memory dump and putting it all out there um so you know i really like the album and uh, it was a close call but it came in, in second for me right awesome and so my number two i think maybe this is because it's just it's quite fresh so i'm kind of sort of still in that honeymoon phase with it but i don't yeah. think i am i think mccartney three i'm just a really big sucker for i just yeah. really like it i love the it's i think probably you know it was so unexpected when it came out um it captures that mccartney like vibe but in its own way like each yeah. mccartney album one two and three they have their own like sort of identity i definitely say and there's definitely yeah. more some contemporary stuff on McCartney three, but it's mostly, you can tell it's, he's kind of doing it more just to kind of create music. And it's not necessarily a project where he's like, okay, let's try and make some, some hits. Like there's definitely, it's got a nice homely vibe and it's awesome to see Paul sort of just do a whole album pretty much on his own, which is, and I think it, and it shows that he's still got it. And I think this is, you know, this is definitely, I think one of his strongest works, not just, not just from this century, but I think it's, it's, it's up there as one of, one of my personal favorite works from him just in general. I, it just, this album almost gets, it almost gets better with each listen. I kind of appreciate like each track, like a sign of a good album is I feel like when you listen to an album, you always, you know, you always kind of almost get a new favorite song on each album. And I, I, I feel like I'm each time there's like a new song that kind of captures my attention each time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's just some really great stuff. Like it's 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 a mixture of and there's a lot of experimentation on it as well. And there's some it's just some really cool ideas. And I'm, I'm a big sucker for McCartney three. I can't lie. Oh, perfect. Well, that's great. How do you feel about the Imagined album? You know, with all the remixes and collaborations. <sighs> I'll be honest. I've only listened to bits and pieces of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, some of the actual like sort of covers. Yeah. Well, it's are actually quite cool. 
Those um, work best, but, right? But, yeah, but the, I but agree. some of the remixes, some of them are just remixes, and I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of wanted yeah. to maybe hear these some of these artists actually cover them as opposed yeah. to like it just being a remix. Um, so yeah. I've but I've listened to it in full from it's it's from what I've heard that as well. The general consensus is that it's it's pretty all right. I've heard. Yeah. It it is it is. I mean, some of the remixes are a bit more out there and 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 a bit lengthy. But uh, you know, the 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 most fun stuff to me was like there's some artists on there which are a bit older generation, like Ed O'Brien or the Massive Attack members or Beck. But then you have the younger artists like Anderson Park and Phoebe Bridgers and mm. uh, Dominic Fick, and they do some really cool stuff with the songs. So, you know, I'd, I'd recommend cherry-picking those because, uh, yeah. you know, th th they made the lasting impression for me. Yeah. But it's nice that and, and on such a short period after release, he sort of, like, shows uh, the influence of the album, uh, which it directly has, you know, seeing as, uh, how the music gets interpreted by these young artists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's nice to see, like, a sort of new McCartney work get, some, get more limelight after it's come out. Like, you know, the exactly. fact that they got reimagined. It's, it's nice to see, and it's nice to see other artists old and new kind of have a get their own kind of take on it almost exactly. well in a way with especially with, especially with the covers that i've heard like the phoebe bridges cover i thought was oh that's amazing very, uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's yeah. nice to hear that great okay well then the number one is not going to be a surprise because no, that's chaos and creation so you know why is this because we can talk about it together but you know why is this his best album from the 21st century um, as I, I think I've said before, like vulnerable Paul is just great. Yeah. You don't see him, you don't hear him often, but when you do, it's always some of his best stuff. I think just in general, you take you take this album each time you listen to it. Like I feel like if you you know every each time you listen to the album, you kind of the, the, like your, your favorite tracks are always changing. Like yeah. there's, like yeah. I've listened to this album for quite well, so it's probably about it's probably about four or five years now that I've kind of listened yeah. to a lot of these albums and especially chaos mm -hmm. and creation like I, I always kind of got this album i feel with some people it took a bit of time to get used to it but for me it was just there was there's just so much to appreciate because it sounds pretty timeless for the most yeah. part you know you wouldn't think it was 2005 it could fit in in a lot of a lot of decades yeah. i think yeah. um i think working with someone like nigel godrich just was able to get the best out of paul yeah. um i think just in general it's some of his best lyrics as well i think it's one of his best albums overall I, it's probably my second favorite mccartney album overall yeah. it would definitely make my top five i think it's just it's just got it's just got everything you want from a paul mccartney album in my personal opinion i really agree i really agree i, I can really you know i i think that he had a high level of concentration making the album it sounds really focused I and mean, that's the same sort of vibe i get from like a ram or, or the abbey road uh, which he did a lot of work on, of course, especially the second half. It has the same level of detail and in, in the production and in the musical ideas. And uh, I like it when he's off the cuff as well. I mean, that's on some of the other albums and it's a strength on McCartney 3, you know, being spontaneous and, and, and improvising and also on electric arguments, of course. But, you know, I think that when he's really focused, he can he can put down w what I regard as a masterpiece, you know, Chaos on Creation. Mm, definitely. I think, it'll, I think and hope it'll keep growing in estimation, that album, and it's really special. I did have a follow-up question for you, which is, uh, do you think, uh, with us both ranking this as number one, is this also the place for someone to start? Um, Looking I'd at this group of albums? Or? That's a really good question. I think with in terms of showing someone Mac like a Paul McCartney album, I think it really depends on the person. I'll give you, I'll yeah. give you an example. An example. So I showed one of my one of my friends. Um, like I feel like with each person you, that you talk music with, if you're mm -hmm. showing them a Paul McCartney album, you've kind of got to take into consideration what their music taste is. So 
one of my mates, the first album I showed him um, was Ram. Yeah. And because I thought, I knowing my mate's music taste, I was like, this, this, I think he'll really like this album. But I mean, yeah. he loved it even more than I was expecting. And it was his birthday last month. Um, uh, so I got him Ram on vinyl. Oh, perfect. That's like a birthday gift. But then there'll be other, other, other like friends of mine who, are, yeah, maybe Chaos and Creation would be a good, good place yeah. to start. I think if you're looking, if you're specifically looking for modern Paul, I'd say Chaos and Creation is a great place to start. Yeah. I mean, you know, put your best foot forward and all that. Um, yeah. I think also just as well, not just the album, but also like the that period. Like he's writing so many songs. You know, a lot of those go on over to memory almost full because obviously yeah. godrich didn't rate some of the tracks but it's just such a great creative period for him like he's writing all these great songs that are essentially two albums worth and then there's the you know the b-sides and from singles like we mentioned before that are all brilliant i think just in general it's a great it's a great sort of era for yeah. paul in the 21st century very like fruitful very fruitful, yeah, a lot especially of, a the lot start. Of yeah. a lot of stuff going on and he's yeah. you know writing about so many different things you know whether it be you know people you know, like the marriage with uh, Heather Mills, like the good yeah. and bad, which I always liked. I think I kind of like the fact that he, there's the songs about her that are good and bad because it'd yeah. be easy to just kind of write songs and be like, oh, it was a terrible time in life. But it, it's nice that there's in, on on chaos and creation. There's those there's those songs that maybe are about her, and there's also but also some like too much rain is more of a yeah. nicer track about yeah. you know those horrible things that she'd gone through in her life. So it's that's what that's what's kind of nice about it. It's yeah. That whole era, it's a variety of songwriting about things good and bad. and So I yeah. think it's brilliant. Well, I agree. And uh, I think we have uh, two great uh, lists here. Oh, definitely. Uh, There's yeah. definitely a very logical reasoning behind all of them. I think it's yeah. fa fairly similar, but a nice, nice variation. It, I, I'm kind of glad that we kind of, it was kind of nice to talk about the sort of middle section of our rankings and how they were quite different. I was kind of worried that maybe it would be almost just us kind of agreeing with each other. But it's nice that we have yeah. the enough similarities but enough differences and it's it's been it's been it's, it's been fun i've, I've enjoyed uh, talking about the the albums even even more yeah exactly well me too thanks and uh for inviting me on and uh i had a lot of fun doing it oh great thank you monix thanks for thanks for chatting and um if you haven't already make sure to listen to the uh previous episode where we talk more in depth about all these albums yes. this is more just like a kind of bonus episode just to kind of get an idea of you know what we think of just a definitive ranking list, I always think is quite nice to see yeah, yeah. how each of us thought on each pool album. But uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for watching, guys. <laughs>